This is Brett from Dimension Z, joined as I am every week by Greg of the Dead. How you doing, man? Good, how you doing? Not bad. Um, I could, sir, go for some ice cream. Dude, I won't lie, definitely not for me yeah. after, like... Dude, for a movie called Ice Cream Man, I'm not even talking about the stuff with eyeballs and stuff. And like, Even when it's supposed to look good, the ice cream looks disgusting in this movie. Why is it melting constantly? <laughs> it's just dripping all over Clint Howard. Dude, for real, like, he's like, here's your cone. It's already running the whole way down the cone and everything. I'm like, I don't believe you have proper refrigeration at all. No, yeah, it's immediately melty. It's like, I need so many napkins. I'm going to be so sticky. Do you ever remember seeing an ice cream truck in our life? Uh, not until I moved to where I live now. And then, like, a couple times during the summer, the ice cream truck will go around. And every single time, it's like, oh, look, the ice cream man. I don't have any, like, cash on me. Oh, I have my card. <laughs> They probably take cards at this point. Probably. Dude, when I lived in Virginia, when I was a kid, we had an ice cream man that would come around. And it was the most exciting thing in the world when you hear that little jingle. Oh, yeah, but then I was going to be like, I don't know what I want. I'd be that kid at the very front. Like, I don't know what I want. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about a bad movie. All right, Ice Cream Man. Yeah, I cannot. This is on it. It's one of those good bad movies of it's a lot of fun, but it's also like once you get done watching it, it's like a lot of scenes of what the fuck. Why all of a sudden is like I know there's supposed to be ice cream on the kid's shoes, but it looks like mashed potatoes. There's bugs in it. Why is that cop chewing on the eyeball? Dude, this movie fucking sucks. I love it. This has to be one of the worst movies that we've done, though. I mean, this is up there with. Not quite Veronica levels, but close. Well, no, because this is still fun. Veronica's just like a fucking slog to get through. I enjoy watching <laughs> Ice Cream Man. This is still kind of a movie. Yeah, exactly. So, what's his name? Clint Howarth? Uh, uh, Clint Howard. Howard. He's in so much, but I don't think he's the star of hardly anything. Well, no, well, he's got brother Ron Howard, who puts him in everything, where Clint was in uh, original series Star Trek. He was in, like, Happy Days, you know, like... Yeah, but, like, he's never typically the leading man in much. No, no, he's always usually the, like kind of backup person, or, like, he'll make a quick cameo in the background. It's like, oh, yeah, it's him. Yeah, exactly. In fact, to that point, I think, you remember when MTV used to give out the Lifetime Achievement Award? But it was always, like, to a character or something like that. It was never serious. Like, it would go to, like, mascots or characters, not really people much. Right. They gave it to Clinton Howard as that guy from those movies. Like, <laughs> you know, the guy who always shows up and stuff, but is never the star. And, but he went up there and gave such this heartfelt, like he won the Oscar speech that like, it was uncomfortable. Like that. Does he know that it's like a joke that that was the last time they ever did it? Oh, wow. He's like, thank you so much. He's crying and like thanking God. And they're like, Oh, okay. He took it too seriously. Yeah, exactly. But all right, let's get into this thing. So it's from 1995, rated R, 
Which I'm almost surprised at, and then 100% get at other times. It's so weird who this movie is for. It's very back and forth of, is this made for middle schoolers, or is this, like, kind of like One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, like, esque type movie? Like, it's really weird what they're trying to do. Dude, there's times I think it's supposed to be, like, a Hocus Pocus-esque, like, audience. Like, it's so weird, because the kids act like they would... It's almost like the script was for, like, a Disney Channel original (laughs) movie. And then they decided, no, let's make it rated R. And it's so weird, though, because all those feelings of that type of movie are still there. It's like, come on, Rocketeers, let's go! After the murderer who decapitates people. (laughs) Yeah, it's... Oh my god, it's so weird. But we start with this black and white, very Americana, nuclear family-looking town. And remember this, because it will come back for not at all, and we will get no explanation. And a car pulls up, some guys step out with Tommy guns and kill the ice cream man working. Yeah, and you get a young ice cream man, and that's just what he's billed as in the movie. He doesn't actually have a name. <laughs> he's, I, oh no, they, he has a name, Gregory. Gregory. I believe me, I recognize this name when they say it. Oh all yes, the time. very. Did that fit? Do you have anything? Do you have an affinity for ice cream, Greg? <laughs> oh my god, I do, but no, not like this. <laughs> but it's just a kid sitting there on the curb with like blood on his face. It's like, but. Who will bring us ice cream now? You will one day. But yes. And we have a flash forward and the ice cream trucks rolling into present day 1995. Trucks rolling in and all the kids run out for the ice cream truck. And the creepiest looking dude (laughs) in the world is the new ice cream man. And from what I take it, he's new. Because there's even dialogue like, I don't like the new ice cream man and stuff like that. Yeah, where, have they just not had one since he was little? Or did the other, like, last one that was just there leave? And they're like, okay, we're bringing in the new guy. And he's like, I've been preparing for this my whole life. Well, I was going to try to make some stupid right around for that. But let's be honest, they just didn't think of it. Because there's all this dialogue later about, like, oh, I'm so glad someone opened the place back up, the ice cream place. But then the kids are like, this new ice cream guy. So no, it's just lazy fucking writing is what it is. Yeah, and he's extremely creepy as in, like, he's lurking in the shadows of the ice cream truck somehow. Like, the kids will put their change down, and he just, like, grabs it with a claw, basically, and drags it towards him. Also, there's roaches all through the ice cream on the inside and everything. This kid orders, pays, and... He goes to hand it to him, and he keeps pulling it back from him. He's like, you didn't say please. It's like, you're, and he even the kid's like, you're being really weird. I mean, I know I'd be a kid, but the second that happens, I'd be like, no, I'm not getting ice cream from this buffoon ever again. Yeah, I don't know what he's done to the ice cream. Well, even that, I'm like, I'm not dealing with this crap. Like, this... I don't know. And they all go to the park, the Rocketeers, after this. So the Rocketeers are a main (laughs) cast of children characters. I feel weird that I have to refer to them as this, but that's what they call themselves. Like, we're a Rocketeer, right? Again, this was definitely made to be a kid's movie originally in the script. And there's one scene where they have rockets. You would think that their huge thing would be like, they always have their rockets with them. Or they're dressed up like space people or something. It's like, no, they just call themselves the Rocketeers, and in one scene they have rockets on their bikes. Dude, it's so weird, because they have these names. There's Kuna is the one kid. 
He is also the quote-unquote fat kid who's clearly wearing a pillow under his shirt. Yeah, because you can see the top of the pillow comes up to, like, halfway up his chest and then stops. Yeah, and so, okay, what, they couldn't just hire a fat kid? Exactly, there's plenty of them around, you know. Yeah, and so, his name's Tuna. Then the other kid's name is Racer. And then there is Small Paul. And then, Heather. The girl. (laughs) Yeah, they don't even bother giving her a nickname. She's just Heather. But they're all at the park, and they try to do this Pied Piper metaphor bullshit through the whole thing. It just doesn't work, because he's not leading the children anywhere. No, if the, I could see if he's leading them to his ice cream factory and he makes ice cream out of the kids somehow. But no, it's just like, he's creepy and he's around children. Uh, we also get a scene of like, they race to the jungle gym or whatever and Tuna falls yeah. into the sand and drops his ice cream. But he's the fat kid, so he's going to eat the ice cream with the sand on it. And they're all like, ew. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the ice cream man pulls up to the park and the other kid who isn't a rocketeer, Roger, is there. They ask if he's okay, and then we get this... We Oh, no, Roger asks the ice cream man. He's like, ice cream man, are you okay? Then we get this weird needle-to-the-head flashback of him going through some crazy Arkham Asylum-esque stuff here. Well, and it also looks like it's this huge needle that looks like it has a reagent from Reanimator in it. Yes. I thought Reanimator too. only just not good. Exactly. That night, the ice cream man is parking his truck, and this dog comes out and is barking at him, and it won't stop barking. Like, shut up, shut up, and finally, it doesn't bark. So he gets a push-pop knife, like a, a, just a knife that the casing is a push-pop, and kills the dog. And then Nurse Warden, who we're introduced to, comes to the window and is talking to him here. Do you know where we know her from? No. She is the main character from Black Christmas. Oh, okay. No shit. Okay, I can kind of see that now. See, we've covered her before. Look, I mean, it's not my favorite movie, Black Christmas, but I can't deny like that the cultural impact it had, like almost co-creating the slasher genre. You know what I mean? It's a huge movie in horror, you know? Oh, yeah. How do you go from that to fucking Ice Cream Man? Uh, once again, in 20 years, it's like the uh, Texas Chainsaw, the original one, and then you get the next generation within 20 years, somehow. Yeah, I don't know how that happens. I fucking hate that movie so bad. But he kills this dog, and we're introduced to Nurse Warden. She's like, Gregory, did you hear my dog bark? Like, ah, no, Nurse Warden. So this <laughs> character is his firmest... His former nurse at the asylum. She is also his landlord, who he pays in ice cream. Yeah, I was like, is it, is it going to be five gallons? No, I want six. <laughs> Did we get a line that she's also his legal, was his legal guardian at some point? Yeah, she's everything. Which at, what, at that point, it's like, why are you making him pay rent? Yeah, but I, rent in ice cream. Okay. Yeah. But that's all. We're basically introduced to her. She's like, you have something on your face. Is that blood? Uh, no, it's uh, grenadine. I can't do the voice the whole episode. It's going to drive myself crazy. Let alone you get some, get some butter brickle. For some reason, that's the one flavor that stuck with me. I don't even, I don't think I've had it, but it doesn't sound like something I would like. But I just keep thinking of the words butter brickle. I don't think it's a real flavor. Okay, that's why it stuck out probably. Yeah. But back at Racer's house, it's dinner time, and his brother is going to be a cop. He's talking all about how, oh, he's in, 
getting ready to start the academy or something like that. His brother's also an asshole. And he's going on about, what kind of name is Tuna? Going on like, your brother's name Racer. <laughs> and then it's, but it's such, such uh, the generic, like, busting on a name of like, huh, Tuna, what's what kind of parents are going to look at a kid and say, you know what, we're going to name our kid Tuna. He smells like a fish. <laughs> oh my god. The phone rings, the mom answers it, and it's the boy Roger's mom calling. He never came home. Right. Uh, we cut to next morning. Gregory wakes up after sleeping in Nurse Warden's yard. She has these, like, <laughs> metal flower decorations. And people always comment on how nice his sunflowers are. But they're like, how do you grow them and stuff? Is this supposed to be a joke that I don't get? I guess so, because even, like, Nurse Warden, like, goes to smell them. And it's like, oh, they're wonderful. The cops make a remark about it later. And then when they're at the asylum, even later, they're talking about they use plastic flowers because real ones die. And that's not happy. There's no bad days, Brett. Only happy, happy, happy days. Oh my god, I want to punch that guy in the face. It's like, fuck you, not every day's a happy day. <laughs> well, speaking of him, when he's sleeping here, we get a weird clown dream. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost like John Wayne Gacy-esque, like, this is what I could see him doing as his clown act, of like, you're just being extremely creepy. Yeah, exactly. I don't get it. It does look very Gacy clown, though. I thought the same thing when I was watching it. Yeah. But the Rocketeers all get dropped off by the asshole brother, because he's supposed to watch them, but he's not going to some G movie, and drops them all, like, don't tell mom I dropped you off. Right, and he's got, and there's generic girlfriend that's with him the whole time too. Yes, but they drop him off at um, Tuna's dad's work. His dad, who's he played by? Oh, he. I think I think he's going on the malls when they're not supposed to. Yeah, hell yeah, David Naughton from American <laughs> Werewolf in London plays his dad again. Why are you in this, dude? It's so insane when you see him show up. Dude, the budget had to all go to cast, because nothing else in this looks like it costs anything. Well, except for the severed heads later. They look really good. Yeah, those were good. Fair. Did you hear about the sequel to this movie, by the way? No. There wasn't, but there was going to be. They launched a crowdfunding campaign, like GoFundMe or whatever. They wanted $400,000 or something like that for it. Do you know how much they got? Oh, God, how much? <laughs> like three grand. Really? Yeah, it just oh, tapered out and never got anything else. Come on, I know this isn't the best movie, but it deserves more than three grand. Would you donate to an Ice Cream Man 2 campaign? Depending on what kind of perks they'll give me, on what tiers. No, you would not, and you know it. If I got maybe a signed Clint Howard picture or something with it? Oh, I don't know. Okay, <laughs> fine. But they, they see David Naughton at work. He gives them some money to go out and have some fun. Um... Ice Cream Man's driving around doing his thing, oh. and the cops flag him down. And they ask, have you... Oh, it's so weird when they flag him down, and he's already so standoffish against him. And we get this weird subplot, too, for some reason, that David Dalton is cheating on his wife. Oh, yeah, we do get that. It's... It's... Whatever. Because the mistress calls when the kids are there, and it's like, make sure you get the oven ready. And then yeah. the kid's like, wait, what's mom making for dinner? It's like, never mind. No, don't mention this. Here's $20. <laughs> but so the cops pull over the ice cream man. They're just asking, have you seen anything? And he says, no, no. And they order some ice cream. 
and he mushes up some eyeball into the ice cream and gives it to the cop. And like you said, the cop eats the ice cream. We see him eat the eyeball. From what I understand, eyeballs are really squishy. Right. You'd almost feel like popping and veiny, you know what I mean? Like in your mouth if you ate one. Nothing that you, not a texture you're going to find in ice cream, you don't think. Yeah, and also he's like eating it like it's a piece of hard candy, like butterscotch or something. Or it's like, hmm, hmm, and he chews on it for way too long. Uh, this is also a great scene because the cops are looking for the missing boy, and they are talking to the ice cream man and get ice cream in front of the missing boy's mother, because the mom comes up and they're like, you want an ice cream cone? And she's like, no, will you please find my son? And it's like, we're doing all we can, ma'am. As they're standing there eating their ice cream. <laughs> so next, Ice Cream Man's still driving around and everything. He stops, all the kids come running out, and the hot hot mistress woman cuts all the ice cream line and for some reason hits on this weird fucker. I don't know, like, a guy who looks like almost Nosferatu. She's yeah. like, yeah, I want him. Enough of the werewolf dick. Yeah, she's just like, I've, gr- I've fucked everyone else in the neighborhood. All the other husbands, all the other, you no, know, whatever. The old man that throws the newspapers at three in the morning. Fucked him. So I guess I'll go to the weird gremlin man in the ice cream truck. <laughs> That's the only explanation that I'll accept. Yeah, she's just like, hey, she has a tally card. She's like, God damn it, I guess I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> but... It's whatever it get, he's like, do you do deliveries? No. <laughs> he like, wants no part well, of you, it. If you bring me some hot rolled or something like that to this address, and she gives him his address, he's is not interested in the slightest. No, like, no, I need to be creepy to these children. <laughs> uh, we get some more weird flashbacks. This is where we get our only happy, happy days thing. Yeah. And the weird, like, therapist guy that's... Way extremely too happy. What TV, what sitcom do you think they watch in this place? Happy Days? There we go. I mean, they don't, but I just would love that if they somehow made that a joke in there, but they weren't good enough for that. When it's on brand with Ron Howard, you got the Howards. See? Maybe that's the whole Happy Days reference. But he does drive to the woman's house. But then, after that flashback happens, he drives away. And she sees him out there, because it's not like he has a hard-to-notice vehicle, you know? Oh, no, and he's driving around at all times of the night, to where, like, he starts parking in front of David Naughton's house, and he every single time, he's like, What the fuck does that ice cream man want? Dude, you'd think he'd, like, have a beater, too, you know what I mean? No, his only vehicle was the ice cream truck. Yeah. Okay, here's another random fucking thing, and I mean the most random that I can think of. Because at night, the Rocketeer girl Heather goes home. Right. Is her mom... Oh, yeah. ...in the middle of an exorcism? Her dad's the preacher. And like, oh, the archdemon de- or angel Gabriel's speaking through your mother again or some shit like that? And her mom's, like, convulsing and, like, looks like she's frothing at the mouth. And she's like, okay. And goes upstairs. Yeah, just like, oh, God, it's Thursday night. Mom's going through her episode again. Yeah. And this is never addressed or touched on. No, the only thing she goes is like, uh, you guys wait out here. I'm just gonna go inside. Bye. Yeah, okay. It's really... It's so weird and out of, like, I get what you mean of, it's out of nowhere, and then it's just barely, like, graves, to, like, you see a t- it in almost the background as she walks by. And it's like, okay, what's that? 
it, that's a bigger movie, honestly, than a murderous ice cream man. Yeah, the preacher with, like, the demon wife thing. Yeah, that's a whole other movie that we're just glancing over. Okay. <laughs> Fine. Okay. But it's still night. Small Paul's out walking around and sees the ice cream truck parked in an abandoned parking lot. He goes up to it and interrupts the dance that the ice cream man is doing with the stick. <laughs> like a, hello, my baby, hello, my darling, style dance, I imagine. And it means, you want some ice cream? <laughs> He's like, yeah, he goes, What's your favorite? I don't even remember what his favorite. Ooh, I bet I know brick. your favorite. Yeah, butter brickle. How do you know? Because that's my favorite too. I love like how Small Paul kind of becomes the mini ice cream man for the rest of the movie. Of he one hundred percent is like I am into what you're selling, dude. It's so weird because he's kidnapped, has no resistance to it, but then like. At the end, hates it, but he has so many chances to not even, like, run away and escape, like, to take a stroll out and away if he needed. And then even at the end, and if we want to go to the very end, Paul's in therapy, which is he's in a dark room, like, it's 11 looking at the upside down, and he's making ice cream. Yeah, it's so weird, but <laughs> we'll get to that, um, but... I don't think the ice cream man intends on harming small Paul here. Because I don't even think he plans to kidnap him here. Because at first he's just getting him ice cream being nice to him. But then small Paul notices the bloody, like, stick he was dancing with. Yeah, and it, like, does an extreme zoom in on it to show the blood dripping off of it. But I don't know if you would really... You'd notice, like, even if the ice cream man had his pokey stick, I don't think I would think it's that out of the realm of possibility. Maybe he goes around and cleans up the trash after all the kids leave. Yeah, just say like you did uh, Jess from Black Christmas. Oh, it's grenadine. Yeah, that's my grenadine stick. If you see the blood on it. (laughs) Yeah. He'd probably buy it. Oh, okay, cool. You want to see Oyster? No, I'm good. There you go. That's the end. Yeah. But did you notice the license plate? No. It was A-A-H-B-O-O. Ah, boo. Ah, boo. Yeah, like scary. Like they're separated that way. Okay. (laughs) But he sees the bloody spear. And then at this point, Tuna has walked to the end of the parking lot and sees him, but they don't see Tuna. And he sees the ice cream man pull small Paul into the truck. And he sees and starts running. And then the ice cream man notices him. He's like, hey, come here. As he's taking off, he goes, you little turds got to learn you can't run from the ice cream man. And then at this point, you have to think, like, oh, shit, the ice cream man's going to be shitting himself. Like, I was just seen abducting a child. But then he just, it goes business as usual. And if I remember right, the next scene's the grocery store where he's just buying whipped cream. No, not yet, because we find out that eyeball we saw earlier wasn't Rogers. It was the park cleaning guy. And that's also how he got that little pokey spear, because he hides in the bushes and Roger's there. Why has Roger been hiding in the bushes for days? Dude, you have time to go home. He's just been... Well, if no one found him, was he never going to leave these bushes? It's like the ice cream man is not always around. And you can hear him coming. He has music. Yeah, he literally has a theme song like he's Darth fucking Vader. When he comes into a room, you know when he's near. He's treated like it's the goddamn predator. He's like, I can't leave this tree. (laughs) But, like, he's like... I thought you were gone. He's like, they got the park guy. She was like, he got small Paul. And then that's it. He goes back home. 
He goes, they, he said that he'd kill my family if I ever told anything, so that's why it doesn't end right here, which you think it would. Go to the police, tell them, no, they, he won't get your family, kid. Right. And this is where you get the tiny little thing of Tuna goes home and his mom makes him take his <laughs> shoes off outside. Yeah, and the ice cream man's just creeping outside his house very noticeably. He leaves his shoes outside. The next morning, they have ice cream and worms on them. But this is where it's like, you know, in like TV commercials, when they show ice cream, it's actually mashed potatoes. A lot of times, yeah, we're like silicone or anything, like other than ice cream, because it would melt before they got the shots. They do that here, but they do too much of a close-up on it where you can tell that it's mashed potatoes. Yeah, and, okay, and there's earthworms that were clearly just thrown on it right before. Yeah, is it supposed to be, like, there's bugs in it and stuff? Like, there's maggots, but they can't find maggots or superworms, so they're like, dig in the earth! <laughs> uh, later that next morning, Tuna's at the grocery store, an ice cream man is right next to him getting whipped cream out, like you said. And there's just this moment of staring at him that is hilarious. I don't know, it's perfect. Glenn Howard's playing this straight, and that almost makes it even better. Yeah, because he keeps going back and forth, and then he sees his shoes and recognizes his shoes. And that's where we get like a great chase th- scene throughout the grocery store. Of We saw how busy it was. <laughs> and we got like the ice cream man throwing a kid into a bunch of paper towels, and he's like tripping over shit. He's like running after it. It's like, at what point does no one go, why is that man chasing that child? Dude, if Tuna would have just scream, it would be over. That'd be the end of the chase. It's like a quiet, like, slow, unnoticed chase. It looks like an impractical Joker sketch. Yeah. Like, that's what's going on here again. Like, if for real, like, what? No one notices the part Tuna gets on, like, a cart from the girl who's stalking the coolers and, like, sneaks away. It's ridiculous. And the girl doesn't. And Tuna's supposed to be the fat kid. And he, she doesn't notice that there's another whole person's weight on this cart. And then he rolls off of it, which I want to see the scene where she, like, doesn't. She's pushing too hard. Then he rolls off. Then she takes off and falls over. Yeah, it just caused mass chaos yeah. in the grocery store. Um,. But he gets away because Ice Cream Man's also distracted. A random girl, I don't know, does she think he works there? Starts asking his opinion on, like, items she's buying. And he does. he's not paying attention until she mentions something about, like, oh, the last color I had looked like cherry syrup. He's like, ah, cherry syrup. Yeah, it's good. Get a dozen. <laughs> but Tuna hides in the meat cooler, and then the door opens up. You see a white outfit, but it's the butcher, like, there. He's like, Oh, are you okay? We cut to him in the manager's office. They get his mom. They're like, what are you doing? The butcher also looks extremely creepy. It's like every adult is weird. I mean, I think that's just normal. Like, a butcher is a guy who's holding a meat cleaver with blood on the front of him. Yeah, he's gonna look creepy. Well, he has, like, the wild hair. He's, he's like, staring at him like, you okay, kid? <laughs> yeah, he's a mask away from Leatherface. Yes. But he's in the manager's office with his mom. He's like, what's wrong? She goes, he told, he said he'd kill you. And so next scene, we get the police showing up at Gregory's with a warrant. And your movie's over. They they found the killer. Awesome. Great job, Greg. So anyway, to the count of the day. <laughs> <laughs> 
they go in and start searching, and they're just straight up destroying this place, like, oh. indiscriminately. Like, if there is something, it's getting broken. To where they're smashing candy jars, they're smashing light bulbs, they're breaking pictures, they're just randomly hitting things with the axe. I'm like, oh, I forget you're a child murderer, but I felt bad for Gregory for a second. He's just like, no, no, take it easy on that. They're just like, nope. And <laughs> just, just literally like a demo crew. They are. They do, they're just tipping things over. It's just like, okay, go in there and destroy everything. That's how we search. They go into, like, the ice cream room, which, again, I guess the ice cream man is making his own ice cream. And they're, like, dumping out everything. Like, ah, don't you know how long it takes to make butter brickles? Yeah, he's yelling at him. And the cops, the only thing they do is, because they find nothing, because all they do is destroy things they don't actually search. <laughs> and they hand him a card. There's cabinets, and, like, filing cabinets and things like that that they don't open. But they're like, no, this bar stool has a child inside <laughs> of it. Let's break it. <laughs> It's all fucking destroyed. And here's the thing. The child is in there. They leave. They're like, I guess he didn't have anything. And the nurse warden comes running out and yelling at the cops. Well, first she thinks they're there for her missing dog that Gregory killed. Yeah, they're like, no, I'm over here with the dog. They're like, what dog? <laughs> but he's going through and everything. He's like, well, who's going to pay for this? They give him a card. You're like, yeah, you can call this number. And the thing is, Small Paul is in there. He's behind a not even screwed in panel in the one room. They pushes out. Here's the thing. Throughout this movie, he hides himself. Yeah, he wants to be there. And they're almost building it up like, I could see if Small Paul didn't have any friends. And the ice cream man's the only person that's ever nice to him. Everyone, all of his other friends are nice to him. He's a rocketeer, goddammit. Yeah, he has a hat. <laughs> but yeah, he goes and gets Small Paul from the hidden room. And he's like, not every day is a happy, happy, happy day. Um, Like I said, he has a chance to run. He just sits there and there's looking around. Uh, the rocketeers are hanging out. Heather is reading the Pied Piper again. And the ice cream truck is outside, but they don't go out to it. And they just see all the other poor kids go to it. Like those fools. Yeah. It's this where they're like, well, why do we have to do anything? We can just hang out in the backyard and not go get ice cream. It's like, no, we have to stop the murderer. Yeah. But okay. Sure. Children don't tell an adult. They decide they're going to take him down on their own. And that night the kids are on bikes. They're, Faces are painted, they're wearing berets, they have the rockets mounted to their bikes, they're out for blood. Yeah, and they all get to where they're like, there's the ice cream man's truck. Then they're like, oh shit, Tuna's back there because remember, he's the fat kid. So they have to go back and get him. <laughs> but they see him at this graveyard, that's where they find the truck. And he's carrying what looks like a box and a garbage bag. I'm like, oh, it's a body or something. But no, it's ice cream, like all laid out in little rows. And it's all to his, basically what is his god, the other ice cream man that we got, that we saw get gunned down by, like, gangsters. I just want to remind the listeners, for no reason. Yeah, exactly. I would love to think of, like, that's, like, the mob boss, but he also loves to be an ice cream man on the side. That's why. <laughs> yeah, it's the original ice cream king, because his says ice cream prince on the truck. Yes. Um, he does go to the woman's house from before again, the ice cream man. The kids are following him. Again, they lose Tuna. Uh, Racer goes back for him. Heather sneaks into the truck and she's taking a bunch of pictures and everything. And 
they get scared at a random car, yeah. not a truck even, not a big van. No, just a random car. They get scared, scream, and they shoot a rocket at it, and it's the detective's cop car. Of and it's like they act like it's a giant monster coming at them, like they've never seen a car before. <laughs> and then the cops like, "Oh my god, those children have a gun!" Yeah. They shot us, and they arrest like, no, you have to get Heather, she's in the ice cream, because they see the truck driving away. He's got her, he's got her. Um, They go, the police go to her house, and they wake up the priest exorcist dad. They're like, she's in bed. They're like, we hate to do this to you, sir, can you go check? He goes up, and the blankets are pulled over the head, so I'm assuming she's actually in the truck at this point. Right. And she faked this to sneak out. He goes turn around, and he goes, I uh, better check. He just pulls it down, and it is her. So he goes, like, in bed, just like we said. He's like, sorry about that, sir. He goes, I'll see you at my sermon on Sunday. Or he makes some dig at them about, like, my sermon about trust or something like that. It's like, are you, we came to your door saying your daughter is missing. How are you, how is this our, like, how are we the bad guys? We're trying to help you. <laughs> but the next day, I guess she got away in time never really delved into but they dropped the film off to be developed but they need $14 which is a big problem in this movie that I didn't anticipate this movie having no I figured that it would just be like okay yeah $14 I bet you you all eat ice cream every single day don't eat ice cream for a day and pull your money together yeah where's that money coming from if you have no income whatsoever but yeah they're searching through couch cushions for quarters and then we get Goosey Goose's dad. He gives you money. Yeah, exactly. Be like, oh, how about that woman you were on the phone with, Dad? Here's fifty. Yeah, exactly. Just say, hey, we need fourteen bucks to get pictures developed. You probably just give it to him. It's then we get wannabe cop coming in with his girlfriend, being like, "Where is our camera? Where's the film? Like, oh my god, our pictures are being developed." <laughs> Which I didn't think anything of it at first, but then we find out later. Yes. Um, <laughs> The ice cream man is stalking that woman's house again, but he sees David Naughton, Tuna's dad, again, and he goes to leave, but the ice cream truck's in the way, and I think because he's in a place he's not supposed to be, he's freaking out. He goes, get this piece of shit out of the way, ice cream dork! Um, the Does it show how he kills him? I don't remember. I think he just pulls him into the van and he's dead. I think so, because he shows up later as an ice cream cone, doesn't he? Oh, literally right now. Yeah. Because he goes inside to see the woman, and she's like, oh! And he goes, like, and has a cartoonishly large ice cream sugar cone with David Naughton's head in it. Where this is, like, where half the budget went, is to make these heads look so good. The heads do look good, especially the ones later on, too. Yeah. But she screams, and then she gets killed. And uh, Clint Howard still, like, at conventions and stuff, he will have the heads with him. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Later, Racer's brother and his girlfriend go to get their film, and we see why they were freaking out, because there are the murder scene film, I mean, pictures, but there's also their, were they just naked pictures of themselves, or were they having sex in the pictures? I well, don't remember. I think they're supposed to be having sex, but if you look closely, he still has his boxers on. Oh, okay. <laughs> Makes sense. Still, nothing you want developed. Again, I'm like, was this literally just thrown in there for the R rating? Like, Maybe. Yeah, like, are they trying It feels trying so out of place it? in this movie. You know, this, at most, feels like it should be Monster Squad levels. Like I said, almost Hocus Pocus levels with just, like, 
a handful of things thrown in there to get that R rating. Yeah, because even in Hocus Pocus, they kill kids, but they don't, like, make it extremely obvious. Yeah, it's such a bizarre movie. I want to talk to whoever wrote it and, like, not even in a mean way, ask these questions. <laughs> yeah, like, what was there an original idea where this was supposed to be, like, a lot more fun for the Disney Channel? Yeah. Ice Cream Man and Small Paul are making some more ice cream, and he's sifting something as they're making the ice cream, and you find earrings, a wedding ring, and the a diaphragm are all sifted out of it. Yeah, and he's, like, just, he's, like, Placing them all around the sink and hanging them off of stuff. Dude, okay. Jewelry and birth control are the only things that survive. There's not even, like, bones or teeth no. or anything. Earlier, there's a full-on eyeball that didn't get disintegrated, but now he can just instantly, like, vaporize a person and leave them except for anything inorganic? What the fuck? Not even, if we've learned during Return of the Living Dead, the heart's one of the hardest things to get rid of. Even that's gone? Yeah. But, okay, that's fine. But, yes, yeah, so he sifts all that out. They're making ice cream. The police are interviewing the doctor from the, I guess, the asylum about Nurse Warden. It's like, oh, she always gave, she was one of the best. She always gave patients ice cream. Gregory was her favorite. And he's at, they're at the asylum, which so far has seemed fine on the very first level you walk in. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. And then he goes, I must ask you two to leave. This is not a happy day. He walks away laughing hysterically to himself. Don't get me wrong, weird, but they still just follow him anyway. Like, what the fuck? Like, they're just like, okay, I know you just told us we have to go, but we're just going to walk right behind you and follow you. And they walk into, for some, I don't know what's going on here, because they walk through some doors, and all of a sudden everything's destroyed, there's graffiti everywhere, like, it looks like the patients are just wandering around everywhere, and they're not reacting to it. They're just, like, have, like, blank faces, and they're just walking, like, a, at a normal pace. Like, because at times it seems like they're trying to get away from the people, but other times it's like, well, you could easily just kind of run away. I think if you ran, they'd give chase. I think, like, they're just trying to keep it as calm as possible. But, yeah, so they look like zombies, and they're moving that kind of pace for the most part. Every now and then you'll see some batshit weird thing, and it's... I don't see signs of any staff besides the crazy doctor man, and he seems just as out there as all these people. So what's keeping them all in here? And how is this, like, it's not like we're living in this setup of it's like Pee-wee's playhouse, like, world of everything's wacky and stuff. Everything else seems pretty normal. Yeah, it's so bizarre to me, like, this scene particularly, because there's literally over a hundred people we pass, I think. Yeah. And... So you're telling me that's just chilling there with one guy, like, and no one notices this? It's not super loud? There's not people dying left and right from, like, starvation? What the fuck is this? And we, I don't think we really get explanations, except for that's where Gregory's from. Nurse Warden used to work there. It's a weird asylum. That's about it. And from what it seems like, Small Paul gets sent there at the end of the movie. Yeah. So, yeah, it's still in business? Yeah, it makes no sense. The set design of this is really cool. It looks like a haunted house attraction. Yeah, but there's, like, lights hanging down. There's, like, open wires. Like, how are people not just even getting electrocuted here and there? Yeah. Oh, and by the way, we forgot the doctor man skips around the room and goes, come out, come out wherever you are. And that's when all the patients come out. <laughs> yeah. 
But the detectives split up for reasons I don't understand, but they both make it to the car, and they call it in, and they leave. Some have followed them outside, but still not a real threat at all. Yeah, and they're kind of jumping on the cars. At one point, the one cop's pointing his gun at them, but then acting like everything's fine. Yeah, okay, sure. The kids are all out riding their bikes, our rocketeers, and the ice cream truck comes behind them and starts chasing them, and he pulls Tuna into the truck right off of his bike. Yeah, anytime it's, like, kids that are, like, 14 and under riding their bikes around town, there's no good that's happening. Yeah, trouble's afoot, for sure. Yeah. But we get this, he shoves him in the freezer and goes, your ice cream! <laughs> Shuts the freezer! <laughs> that doesn't even work! What does this mean? <laughs> it's not a good one-liner. <laughs> it's like if I put you in, like, the the... I don't know, a swimming pool. I'm like, you're water. What the fuck? It's not even like he's like, okay, stay on ice. And then he like shuts yeah, the thing. There you go. Yeah. How about some frozen tuna? You know, like yeah. there's lots you could do. You better keep tuna in the freezer. You know. Yeah. No, your ice cream. That's what they went with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the, our remaining rocketeers go and get the asshole brother. Uh, he gets his gun, and his girlfriend's like, you're not a cop yet, what are you doing? He goes, well, I got the gun, the badge will follow. It's like, oh no, you <laughs> are a cop. <laughs> and they get in the car with him and his girlfriend, and they're going after the ice cream man. They go to his place that he has set up, and the brother tells them all to wait in there, he's gonna go check it out. He's in there walking around, you hear some noises, but nothing cut back to the car, you see the brother come running out and walking really weird, but seems okay. Gets right in the car, but it's actually the ice cream man in his clothes, <laughs> and goes, Hiya, honey! And he kills the girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> and this is once again where Small Paul sees him, and is like, oh, there's my buddy, the ice cream man! <laughs> Killing my other friends! I like when he kills her, stabs her through the head, and goes, now that's a brain freeze! See, there's a good pun that's right better. there. And yeah. we get, it's like, you get the ice pick thing through the jaw, and you can see it inside her mouth, so that's kind of cool yeah. how they did that. Oh, the the effect work is really good in this. I'm not complaining in this. Like, yeah. like I said, I'm talking so much shit because this movie deserves it, but I also enjoy this movie a lot. Because sometimes they get it perfect, and other times it's like, you, you had such a great pun set up, and you just missed it. I don't know, I feel like I enjoy it more with the... Just, your ice cream, <laughs> if they actually had a good pun. <laughs> but the kids run out, there's a cop car, they run to that, but there two headless cops are in there, they're dead. And then two of the heads pop up, and Gregory's holding them and giving a puppet show with the two dead cop heads. Yeah, and it's something about, like, don't lose your head. Like, they do a couple, like, other really good puns with the heads. And then they almost hold on it for a little too long of, like, them doing dialogue back and forth. I think it works real well. They're, like, the effects hold up super well in this scene, I think. Oh, the heads look awesome. Nurse Warden comes out at this time, and he hides the head behind him. And she's like, what are you doing? He goes, ah, me and some of the neighborhood kids were playing hide-and-seek. They really wanted to shoot. Oh, so nice, always looking out for others, and goes <laughs> back inside. Um, He drops the heads at this point. We realize they were just ice cream scoops. But the kids run, they're pounding on her door, and she lets them in, thinking they're just playing. Like, what is it? He's gonna get us! She's like, oh, yes, come in, come in. Hide-and-seek. It's like, no, I get to play! 
Tuna breaks out of the freezer. I don't know why he was stuck in there, to be honest, because there's nothing locking him in, I don't think. No, it's almost like in, well, Texas Chainsaw Next Gen once again, where he just throws her in the freezer and expects her to stay. (laughs) Yeah. But the detectives show up, and Ice Cream Man, first it's a hostage situation, he has tuna in there, and he just starts force-feeding him ice cream for reasons I don't know, (laughs) but then he somehow gets onto the roof of the ice cream truck, jumps off, and knocks them both out with the ice cream scoops. Which I enjoy that most of his weapons are ice cream related. They knew that- Oh, definitely. They did great there. They understood the assignment, for sure. But he goes to Nurse Wardens, and he she, like, sneakily shows him where the kids are. I don't think even thinking he's going to kill them, like, oh, they're hiding in here. Yeah, like, I'm playing the game along, and I'm, like, helping you win. Yeah, but he's about to get them, but then Small Paul comes out, holding the Ice Cream King's picture. <laughs> it's like fucking uh, Jitty in part two, Friday the 13th. Jason! Yeah. Listen to Mother! That's what this is, but it's a giant walking, like, poster. <laughs> And it's like, is he just so out of it that he's like, Ice Cream King, you're back? (laughs) You look very two-dimensional and square. (laughs) He follows them, and we're having more of the the institution flashbacks, and he takes them over to the giant mixing bowl of ice cream that I don't even think is a real thing, and Small Paul turns on the mixer and pushes him inside, he goes... Who's the Pied Piper now, ice cream dick? As Gregory's <laughs> killed by this thing. And sometime later, like, so weeks have gone by. That's the end of Gregory the Ice Cream Man. Roger is made into an official rocketeer. He goes, hey, where's Small Paul? Therapy. We get this scene of him, like you said, sitting in a dark room becoming the future Ice Cream Man. And at that point, again, then he does a creepy smile, and then that's the movie. If you're these this kid's therapist, be like, we're not going to let you play with ice cream. <laughs> so, I have questions, as you may have imagined. Why does Small Paul kill the Ice Cream Man? And then, at the end, becomes him, even though, like... Throughout the whole movie, they're setting up that they're, like, friends. Yeah, for real, like, he has no, like, signs in this entire movie, like, I'm biding my time, I'm gonna get him, get out of here. It's never, like, a no screaming, like, him getting shoved back into his little hole. It's like they're best friends. Why does he, why is he treating the ice cream man so poorly? I don't know, because I could see if, like you said, if he's, like, almost trying to, like, play it up for the ice cream man just to find his escape. But like you said throughout the movie, he had several opportunities to and never did. Yeah, it makes no sense. I'm not saying it's not the right thing to do, but it's so weird like compared to where he came from. But the other thing, I don't think he was in the room when they were all like making the Pied Piper comparisons. So where does this, who's the Pied Piper now, ice cream dick, come from? Where the hell is that? come into play? He was reading the book at the beginning, but it's not like oh, you said okay. that... They had this, like, huge conversation like the other kids did about it. Yeah, he was absent for that. Yeah, it makes sense. It's because movie. (laughs) Yeah. You see the police showing up and everything at the end, too, for a minute. But, man, what a bizarre time this one is. It really is. But every time I watch it, it is, like, one of those, what the fuck did I just watch? And that was fun. Oh, definitely. I This is the kind of bad that I fucking love. It's yeah. awful. It's not good. You'll love it. 
Had you ever seen it before? Oh yeah, I've seen Ice Cream Man. Okay, I didn't. I think did Joe Bob do it? Is that where? I yeah, he's he did it for one of the uh, Christmas specials. Okay, I was gonna say it wasn't too long ago that I saw this for the first time. That makes sense. Yeah, because I went to go look to see about like oh I think Joe Bob did this. And I saw it was a Christmas special. I was like I'm not watching that version. <laughs> like I'm not in that. I can't get into that headspace right now. Fuck no. All right, so let's get into Count of the Dead. What do you think? Yeah, let's get into the Count of the Dead. Ah, ah, ah. All right, Count of the Dead's where I tally up all the deaths in the movie. Where do you think Ice Cream Man got us? Um, I'm going to say seven. Seven? Hey, you're not giving our little Ice Cream Man Gregory enough credit. We, he got nine. Oh, nice. Yes, nine deaths in the Ice Cream Man. It like well, most of these are bad, but they're all fun. Like every yeah. most of the deaths are all fun in this movie too. I love and especially the headless ones. Those ones really made the movie. Oh, for sure. Well, every week Greg does his count of the dead. Ah, 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 and I do my ratings from Dimension Z. Uh, so basically, I take something from the movie and I rate the movie one through ten, one being the worst and ten being the best. And I wonder what I'll do this time, Greg. <laughs> I'm going to do ice cream, of course. Okay. We'll um, take the repeat. We've done that once, but it, we need it. For you have time. to do it for ice cream, man. So a number one version of ice cream is like the ice cream that the ice cream man hands out for most of this movie of it's dripping <laughs> off a middle-aged man's hand and I don't want it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, number 10 version of ice cream, it's like the triple chocolate motherfucker kind that I love. Okay. Um, Dude, there's this new ice cream I got not too long ago. It's like cotton candy, ooh. and it has like pop rocks, but they're like candy-coated pop rocks to where it's like the sprinkle coating. It is really good. That does sound good. Yeah, that's, I'm going to have some more done now. We've been talking about ice cream so much. <laughs> Um, I'm going to give Ice Cream Man six ice creams out of ten. It's fun. It's not good, but there is a rewatchability factor. Definitely. I get what you mean. Man, I missed you by half, half an ice cream. I want five and a half ice creams out of ten. Okay, I was between five and six, so that's perfect. Yeah, so both admitting terrible movie, both also saying you have to watch it. Well, this is like the one job that I had when this podcast began. Uh, the first day of my one buddy there, he comes in and uh, we start. He starts talking about Ice Cream Man. This is before I had even seen it because he knew I liked horror movies. And then it became like our thing the entire time that uh, I worked there with him. Of that's confidential, Ice Cream Man. So yeah, it's just a fun movie. Definitely check it out. It's usually free on things. This is like not a hard movie really to find. I think it's on YouTube. I think I watched it on Peacock. It's on Tubi. It's everywhere. Yeah, it's on Shutter right now. Like, yeah, this is one that they're trying to get you to see. This is not a hidden gem. <laughs> so they could try to do another Kickstarter one day. Hey, I will throw five bucks at them. <laughs> yeah that's ice cream man uh, i feel like the most obvious double feature for ice cream man is this stuff oh yeah that's perfect just two basically ice cream type movies <laughs> yeah i feel like that would be a fun double feature that's a good one well unless you have anything else man 
No, that's all I got. I think that's all I can say on Ice Cream Man. Well, we hope that Ice Cream Man has given you a brain freeze. Of horror. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, it seems you've survived another fright. Be sure to look for the Throbbing with Horror Pumpkin on all of your favorite social medias and local newspaper headlines. Rate us five stars on your favorite podcast platform, or else... Subscribe for more tantalizing terror and be ready for the new fear next week, if you dare.